up, dude? Thanks for coming on. Hello. Hey. Thank you for having me. Jenna, we have so much in common, and we barely see each other because we're so... Well, you're in somewhere in New Jersey. I don't know specifically where, but I'm in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but we've, we've shared the stage three or four times together in our bands. We have rad tattoos. Yeah. Um, and we both played Warped Tour, which is something not a lot of yeah. people can actually um, really say that he did, which is cool that we yeah. have that, you know, that privilege and that honor. Oh God. Yeah. It, I, it's so funny. Like me and the guys, we literally talk about it like all the time. <laughs> We're still not over it. It's been almost a year and Oh my God. What an awesome experience. Yeah. I'll never forget. That. How long was your set? I think we roughly had 35 minute sets or, or excuse me, 30 minute sets. And you guys were on the full <laughs> sale stage in AC. So I'm pretty sure you guys had a significant amount of time to play with. Yeah, so, well, what they ended up doing was, like, our stage was one of those stages, you know, when it was next to another one, and they would just go, like, mm-hmm. right, left, like, you know, like, bang them back and forth, so, um, I think we had, like, like the same, like, 35, 40 minutes around there, oh. um, which was a lot more than we were expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we were going to get, like, 20 minutes, like, four or five songs, and then get out, but no, they gave us a, a good amount of time up there, which is really cool. And it was it looked like I, from what yeah. I've seen, I wasn't personally there. I was in a little bit of a depression, so I just didn't show up to work tour. But Aww. that's not the point. Well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> it was just Aww. like, I miss these days. I want to go back. But yeah, it looked packed. I mean, AC was completely sold out. I think they sold out like twice. I forget how they ran the tickets, but. Yeah, like, okay, so originally, like, how it happened, like, before we knew we were playing, I actually bought a ticket for myself. Like, day, like they went on sale. Like, I bought a ticket because I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go. It's an EC. Like, I I thought we were so lucky in general just to get a date that it was, like, you know, the 25th anniversary, and they only did California, Ohio, and Jersey. And I was like, damn, why Jersey? Like, like I, I get it in my mind because, like, I know, like, you know, the Jersey dates, like, you know, Camden and Homedale, you know, this area always sold really well. And I guess like they thought, you know, like on oh, the beach would be awesome. And, um, yeah, it was like, it sold out and I bought tickets and then we got the slot. And I was like, okay, I got to sell my ticket now. Um, but I ended up giving it to my mom and, uh, That's cool. yeah, it was, oh my God. It was every time like we looked up, there was more people there and we got really lucky because we were right by the entrance. Mm-hmm. So all the people, flooding in and like we like opened there was um like save face played and then we played so like the the show literally just started and like the line was just walking in and there was people like stopping you know that had no idea who we were who were just walking in and we're just like hey like this is cool and then decided to watch which to get someone to do that is really really hard you know Mm -hmm. Obviously, for us, like being on both sides, like on stage and off stage, like to catch a band that you have no idea and then be like, like I'm into this, I'm gonna stay. Like that's means a lot. It means you're doing something right. It means your music's great. It means you guys, you know, enjoy what you're doing on stage. I mean, we had the same thing too. Out of ten days, so some of them were in the front. Of this. It's like it's funny when you play local shows. Like when we play local shows, everybody's like, I don't want to fucking go first. Like nobody's gonna fucking <laughs> be here by now. But when I mean when you're on the Vance Warp tour. We we would play first as well. Unless Start of the day, everyone has energy. Everyone's like chilling. So yeah, everybody's like low beat at the local show. And then when it comes to like a war tour, everybody's so hyped, ready to get into the gate, especially for the twenty fifth anniversary. Fuck, like everybody's yeah. having like a good time there. And uh, oh and uh, like you said, yeah, they're stopping watching like and see you guys perform. Like that's an honor, dude. Like it's just yeah, 
Uh, it really, it really was like dream come true too, because like, I, I can totally say that Warp Tour was like such like a staple and like me wanting to do music, you know, his, the first year I went, um, I was like 13. So, um, and I went every year since, you know, I never missed a Warp Tour. Sometimes I would go to multiple dates in a year, like if I could manage it, like, um, so like when it happened and like we had tried to do like all the contests like the battle of the bands for warp tour like the online thing and we never even like got close never got shot and like just the fact that it happened now was like and that it was the 25th anniversary you know like last warp tour you know who knows but mm -hmm. um the the just how it fell into place like that it was just Oh my god! I, I still I can yeah, still remember. Like when we, yeah. yeah, like when we found out, like we were freaking out, and like that, like the months leading up to that, like the band, we must have celebrated like thirty times. Like anytime we hung out, or like yo, let's get drinks, let's like make food, let's celebrate. Like we, it was just a whole big thing. Like you know, and we're still not over it. Yeah. Like I said, we're all talking about it. You're never gonna Dream get over it. You're never gonna get over it. No. <laughs> and like you played one of the bigger ones. So when I I, I had you know when I had the privilege of interviewing Kevin um, before that twenty the 25th anniversary and like I think 2005 Warped Tour was like the only years that they actually made a profit off of ticket sales alone so that's obviously saying this is a huge deal and you guys got yeah. to play you know one quality festival in the sorts which is what it seemed like it'd be or that it was like California oh, Ohio yeah. Jersey yeah. it was awesome it's I will say though it definitely it different vibe from other warp tours because one you're on the beach and like the site was huge mm. you know like warp tour like where you know it's pretty big but this one was like you know to walk to one end to the other it was like it took like some time especially if you were going through the crowds of people like very big operating site um so there you know there were some things you know you could see the oceans that was like weird it was, it was nice but you know it's just like all these kind of little factors and you know, it was, it was fun to be like, you know, when the night was over, like go in the casinos like that, you know, that was like a thing that I guess, you know, the casual or, or the normal warp tour, you know, thing would be like the after party barbecue thing, mm -hmm. um, which would have been cool to experience too, but casinos, I'm like, all right, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> That's still, still fun. The same. They did that in Vegas. I'm sure. I mean, that was probably their after yeah. party. Um, but it's just for us going every other, well, I would, I would go like every other year. Um, however, it's just not seeing a black top, not seeing asphalt for the first time. It's probably like, this is, where are we? Yeah. This is, yeah. This is a war that was nice. That, and of course, you know, like we didn't have a brutally hot summer that year, but of course that freaking day, that weekend <laughs> was so hot. But I will say, you know, the fact that you weren't on concrete, you know, mm -hmm. just in a parking lot that definitely, you know, you got the ocean breeze made it a little easier for sure yeah the vibe was just like completely at a chill moment and, they, and you were which day were you on one or two because i know they had two days for jersey oh uh, the first one we did saturday and then you go uh, did you go sunday as well yeah oh, yeah we stayed for the weekend you, you guys even did the hyper day like the, the first day of jersey so i mean yeah you guys <laughs> out like it's, yeah it's i don't funny. know like i said i still don't know how the heck it happened but um we got really lucky, and I would like to think we made the most of it. You know, I yeah. just uh, it was great. <laughs> I could talk for hours. We can make this whole this whole episode just about playing Warped Tour because I, I don't even care. Like, I when it happened, like I tried to be like, you know, 
like chill about it like oh like no big deal but like no like it was such a big deal and just felt you know full circle moment yeah it's like the best way to put it you could get that especially like oh, i'm sorry go ahead you know like, no it's okay i was just saying just like standing up there you know like i don't know this is awesome <laughs> but you can get that fresher breath there you guys work so hard i kind of am i'm yeah. jealous of the way the ones you forgot kind of you know pushes the boundaries with um how you guys go about um, being proactive with the band. Like if you're if you're a musician right now and you're watching this podcast or you're listening to it and you're an aspiring musician you want to be in a band, I, I just just take in the ones you forgot is uh, work ethic. It's unbelievable. Even during the pandemic, you. you guys are on Twitch streaming, playing, you know, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which I tune in every so often. And then <laughs> you guys, like you guys, you're always making an effort to put yourselves out there to, you know, just to be a part of the community, which is basically something you guys built. Because every time we play a show with you, you guys would always invite us on. We're like, of course we're going to fucking play with you guys. <laughs> we have a good time every time you got, we play with yeah. each other. Do you, do you, have you guys yeah. been writing? Has, is like, has everybody writing during the pandemic? Um, like how, how are you yeah, guys holding totally. up with everything? Yeah, well, it was, you know, like for everyone everything kind of felt like it happened overnight it was like you know all the plans you kind of had just crumbled like that and you know fortunately we're in a situation you know we're all healthy you know our family's healthy everyone's safe so um we really got lucky with that but um yeah like we had plans you know to be had a weekender plan so it had to cancel that you know cancel some dates um we had a song that was you know had a date picked and everything like it was ready to go and then we kind of had to switch gears and like shift like, you know, everything. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. So like, um, you know, fortunately we didn't have to change too much because, you know, this summer we wanted to just like write and chill because like Justin, you know, is having a baby. So we're like, yo, like Congrats we'll just chill summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's so crazy. I can't believe it's happening. But you know, I've known forever now at this point, but it's just, it's so wild. So, but anyway, like we were planning to just stay low for the summer anyway, and then come back for the fall and, you know, put out new music again and do that whole thing. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, staying, like staying proactive, it's weird. We're just, everyone's kind of like just taking like this pivot now and is trying to find, you know, a new way to interact with their fans and their audience and everything. And, um, Twitch is something that I think a lot of bands are doing now, but um, it just seems so natural to begin with just because we all are, like, gamers to begin with. So yeah, for sure. that, you know, that worked out nicely. Um, and we also work with, um, which I'm sure you've seen us post about it all the time, uh, with G Fuel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, since they focus on esports and everything, it just, like, it made so much sense to do it anyway. Um what it turns into after the world goes back to normal, I don't know. Um, I would like to think that we keep doing it and just make it a normal thing. Um, but, but yeah, it's like, it's times right now. It's just, you really, a lot of things you're going to be doing kind of seem unconventional. Like, you know, they're not the normal thing, but, um, for right now it is like a, no a new normal. Yeah. For that sure. makes sense. No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So like we do, I guess we just tried to think of ways that we can keep it, you know, just to, be able to communicate with everybody and, um, you know, just find a way to make things a little, you know, less heavy right now. Cause you know, when we're on Twitch, we're just goofballs. We're just literally ourselves. Just like, these are like our PlayStation parties. Like when we're just, you know, when no one's around. So, um, so it kind of just makes everything a little, you know, for the chaotic times, it makes it a little nicer, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, but like I said before, it was really just trying to be creative and every, every band is doing it right now, you know, like mm -hmm. trying to find those ways, um, to reach out to their audience and just, you know, keep them interested and, you know, just hang out with them and, you know, whatever it may be, everyone's trying to, you know, do it right now. And, um, especially, you know, like I was saying with Twitch, like live streaming is like obviously the really big thing right now, which, um, you know, I felt like live stream was like, was already, you know, on the up and up, like it was something that was becoming, you know, a normal thing. But now, especially like, I, I wouldn't be surprised now if like more companies, like more startups happen that are like, we focus on live streaming, you know, mm -hmm. like there's going to be, I feel like a lot more businesses built around it and especially, you know, the whole working remotely and everything. Um, but yeah, everyone's just pivoting, trying to find their way and a lot of it's going to be trial and error. So yeah, true. You guys might continue the streaming, you know, after everything's done. Cause I, 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 you know, we've been speculating when shows are going to be coming back and then now they're saying it's going to be probably about around like 2021. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. We, no, nobody knows no anything. <laughs> like, we haven't no. heard anything from scientists. Everything that we mostly hear is politics. It's like, so it's just, everything's up in the air at this point. But if it, if it's worst case scenario, 2021 and shows come back, you guys are probably still doing it. I mean, it's just something that you guys also enjoy as well. And G Fuel feels it. I wanted to do no pun intended, but like, you know, it's just <laughs> something that like you guys are, you're just taking advantage of. And like, you're all, you're connecting with everybody who follows you guys. You're not just leaving them in the dark during these times. And like, they're literally hanging out with you. Like, while, yeah. you know, you guys are playing Battlefront 2 or other video games, maybe Destiny. I'm yeah. waiting for that to happen. So, <laughs> Matty T, we, get on that. Let's go, so bud. Me, me and Bird are the only ones who play Destiny. So it's like a little hard, but. And the reason we did Battlefront that one day is because it was May the 4th. Absolutely. And, like, we were trash. We're like, guys, we're never doing that again. <laughs> we got destroyed every match. That's but, right. um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, it was one of those things we wanted to do in general. But then when this all happened, we're like, guys, we have no excuse. Like, we got to pull the trigger on this and just do it. Like, we said we wanted to forever. You know, what's stopping us now? We literally are not playing shows. Like, we're not going anywhere. Like. You know, there's just no reason for us not to. So we said, let's do it. And uh, it's been fun so far. We've only had a few streams, so we're still really new to it. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing that's cool, too, is Matt's little brother is, like, really good with that stuff. Like, he streams himself. He knows all the tech and, like, has, like, the killer PC and all that. So he's been helping us a lot, too. I don't, if we didn't have him, it probably would have been a train wreck. But um, it's been going really well. Um, so... We'll see. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. We're doing it, and we'll see uh, see where it goes, see where it leads. Are you going to go back to Audiopilot for these new singles? Or whatever your next um, musical um, tracks that you're going to be releasing in the future? Are you guys going to yeah. go back with um, Rob Freeman? Yeah, Love for sure. Um, so, like, we did, uh, like, the single that is kind of in the air, but it's going to be out soon. We kind of have a plan now. So cool. um, that one we did with him, and then we have a few other songs that we're going to kind of put together um later on for an ep album whatever it may turn into um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna keep going back to him it's just uh it's made so much sense for right now um and we just we work really well with them so I was gonna say, yeah you find yeah. that producer no. you find that extra member that's a home run not a lot of people can really take that um relationship to the next level some bands have a you know, long period of time finding that producer um, like a yeah. band member has Andrew Wade. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hard mm -hmm. to like 
you know, find that that person. Our our producer moved to California. Bruce, love you, Bruce. Oh, but yeah. like, fuck, like <laughs> he did his dirty. Yeah. He did his dirty. <laughs> no, I did it for him. He's he's doing so well out there. I'm so stoked for him. But it's just like you know, now we have to find a producer. We're at Freightbox recording, so it's good. Like I love I love Bobby. He's the shit. So I think we we might have found our guy. But yeah. thankfully, you guys found your guy. It's just something that doesn't come around too easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so like when we went back to Rob, so like we did Too Afraid to Say with him, and then we did these new songs with him too. So like. Coming back was, like, even better because, like, now we're familiar with him. We know, like, you know, how we are with each other. So um, that made it, like, 20 times better. But um, I'll admit, Rob, he's got a tough exterior. Like, to like to get to know him and, like, to make him laugh is, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember you guys told us that, I think. Like, I think some someone from your band was, like, like the first person to mention that or someone I know. It might have been Anthony. Yeah, we were like trying, we were, we were having a good time, don't get me wrong, but yeah, it was hard to make that guy laugh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, you know, like, once like we got to know him, you know, and we're familiar with him, that it was, it was way better, but um, yeah, he's a great guy and he's just really good what he does. He has an awesome ear and he's really creative and um, like, I think he just kind of like, he knows what we're looking for mm-hmm. and before we even realized it, like, I guess we didn't really, like, I still don't think we've, like, found our sound yet, but um, I guess when the songs come to life, they're really, like, wow, like, this is, like, this is what, you know, I was thinking of, so, um, yeah, it's been great, um, I think we'll, like, finish off, you know, with more songs with him, and then we'll see what happens, you know, we're totally open to work with other people, but, like, right now, it's, like, there's no reason for us not to, you know, it just, it works well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's been good. No, that's good. I mean, we the when we when we had our uh, our time with him when we were recording some demos, <laughs> literally poetic luck. I mean, the power went out the day of recording, so oh we couldn't God. even say the night. Like he was gonna let us chill in the upstairs attic, and he's like, "Dude, like you guys aren't gonna have any power. <laughs> it's not gonna like, happen. You guys wanna, I mean, you're in Jersey. You know, you guys can go home. You're not too far. Um, because yeah. we pulled it into a weekender. Uh, speaking of weekenders, like you guys had to bail on your weekender too, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. How long? How long was that? I think it was like four days, five days. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too many dates. Um, so you know, in comparison to a lot of other people, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it, it sucks. But, um, the good thing is, it was like it's places that we play a lot. It, they're local spots. I think it was uh obviously it was Jersey like. New York City, Philly, and, like, Delaware or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are all places that we play a lot in general, so I know we're going to get back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a lot worse if they were, like, new um, like new cities or new states or anything. Um, but these are places that I know, like, when we canceled it, I was like, don't worry, like, we will reschedule this. It'll be very easy because we come around here a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you guys are branching out regionally, like, which is good. And yeah. you guys have been there before, like, I... I I was supposed to stop by at the fire and I couldn't get the chance to because I'd do some of the poetic, but I mean, you guys are, you're doing the right steps into taking, you know, into consideration, like where you want to tour to, to branch out local, like after the local scene, like once you're done the local scene, you branch out to the regional scene, then you do a coast then you start heading out for our case, Midwest. So I mean, like, that's like the right things to do. And in the meantime, it was a domino effect. It, it, everything got out of control. Uh, so fat, not, not out of control, I want, I want to say something different. Not really out of control. It was just like more so une- unexpected that everything just 
happen like within a snap of a finger, like you said previously, overnight. It's just something yeah. that you know we all followed. You know the protocols of how we had to go about this. So you know, yeah, because I feel like the, at, I feel like at first there was just like everyone was really skeptical, um, which you know is understandable when like when things like this happen, like your first, you know, if it's like fight or flight, like your first thing is like, well, like I'm going to like think about this, like what's going on. But yeah, it literally felt like we woke up one morning and then it was like, you know, total like shut down, like everyone panic. And, you know, like right now, like I'm an essential worker. So God bless I was, you. Yeah. How's that been going by the way? Is it, is it stressful? Uh, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been right now. It's not bad, okay, but good. When, when everything, harassed, right? Like, because I've seen some no. bad viral videos where they're yelling at grocery store like, clerks or it, just it in general. Like, happens. <laughs> it, it definitely happens. It definitely happens. But I, uh, it's been, it's been pretty mild okay. the past few weeks. Um, you know, there like minus like there's like different protocols and stuff. But um, no, it, it right now it hasn't been bad. Um, Good. I think, but it's be. I think it's just because everyone's getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I I feel like the worst part about it was just like the panic ensuing, and just like you literally like absorb that energy, you know, from other people, and you could be fine, but then you're just surrounded by everyone, you know, being scared, and you're like, I'm scared too, you know. Yeah, we're all in this together. Um, like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, you know, I, like when it was it was first happening, I was really unsure, and I was thinking about like taking a leave and like not coming in. Um, but uh, in the end, I made my final choice to to keep working, and mm-hmm. uh, that's what I've been doing. So no, thank you for doing that. Um, I mean, you don't, you know, nobody's, you know, putting a gun to your head and saying, "Hey, I need you to come to work." Like you're just doing it for the fact of. So I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure, other people yeah, appreciate it, it. It's it's tough, but um, fortunately, I I feel like you know like right now it's like definitely not at its worst um mm-hmm. for me personally you know i'm only speaking for myself everyone's mm-hmm. different everyone's in their own situation um but but yeah so i think i think it'll be okay yeah it's good <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're it seems like we're coming down to the wire with this maybe being over by midsummer it seems yeah. like it seems like i mean they're opening the beaches for memorial day weekend so we'll see how everybody behaves you yeah, know, I know. We'll I hope see. everyone behaves. Yeah, well, that's the, <laughs> I hope everyone's smart. <laughs> I say that because it's it sounds like every time I turn on TV, we're being talked to like we're children. I'm like, okay, we guys, we gotta wear a mask and we gotta stay safe. I mean, they're not wrong. We're trying to prevent you know this from getting any worse than it could be. So, yeah. but it feels like you they're know, talking to us like slow and <laughs> you know one word at yeah. a time kind of thing. I'm like, come on, like we get it. Well, some people don't, so. That's okay. Yeah, like I kind of referenced it as like, you know, when you were like in elementary school and there was like that one kid who would do something bad and then everyone would like miss out on recess because of that one kid like <laughs> yeah. screwing it up for everybody. Like that's what this feels like, you know, like most people are following the rules and doing what they're supposed to, but it's those few bad apples that ruin it for everybody else <laughs> and then make it seem like, you know, you know, no one's following the rules. It's like a lot of people are, but it's those that percent of people that aren't listening and they literally are ruining it for everybody else they are. <laughs> and just putting everyone in danger you know yeah. so it's, it's not cool but our timeout's um, gonna last a lot longer than it already is you know what the fuck yeah there's only i mean there's only 327 million people in the united states of america so like fuck it that one where is that one person out of that bunch you know what i mean like, yeah I, I, there's somewhere i don't know where but there's somewhere 
Yeah, it's weird times. It's weird, weird times. but we're, hopefully this this gets this finally starts to coming to an end. I also wanted to talk to you something about that I'm thoroughly interested in because you know, like I said to you before, like I think this is like it's a it's a really sweet aesthetic. Like you have this Instagram account called Journal by Jenna. Holy shit! Like, yeah. dude, it's so it's so. It, it's so appe- it, it's, it's so appealing to my eyes when I first look at like what you put into um, these individual pages that you're doing, but yeah, I mean, I, I get a chance to you know read them as well, and I and I and I get the whole concept of it. And it's fucking it's it's something I've never really seen before. It's kind of cool. Thank you. I wish it's like it's like one of those things that's like when I was addicted to Tumblr for a little bit. I'm like oh like I'd follow that page <laughs> immediately or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it was just what? it's addicting because you keep pushing it out there. So like what like. I want. I just want you to like kind of open up about it, so I can you know chime in on it because I think it's fucking sick. So like, Thank how you. did you start that? Like, what was? Did you want to get like some of the you know put your words on paper and then put it into an artistic form? Kind yeah, of like- it's 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 kind of different every time. So, um, I've always been someone who. Like, I'm just addicted to buying journals and notebooks and stationery and paper. Like, that stuff just gets me excited. I don't know why, but I really like it. Well, people really do um, say that right now. Yeah. I, I know people that do that all the time. Yeah. It's like, you okay, walk into so, office right. and you smell that, and you're like, oh, this is Yeah, it's like, like, it's a fresh notebook. I need it, yeah. even though I have 20 at home. Um, yeah, so, so that was always a thing about me. And I've been, like, really conflicted artistically visually because it is something I like to do but I was kind of just like I'm trying to like I guess find like you know what like I'm I'm meant for in like visual art which might sound a little silly um but I don't know it's it's something that like I've been trying to like craft and I've been trying so many different mediums and different materials to you know make art and it just felt kind of natural. I was like, well, I have all these journals and I already have a bunch of drawings in them and collages and stuff like that. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to kind of, you know, do this casually or whatever. And, um, I started just making pages and I ended up stumbling across, like, there's a whole like journaling community, like on Instagram and it's all, yeah. So like, Cause there's like a few different like forms of it, you know, there's people that do like bullet journaling, which is like organization and planning and stuff like that. Um, there's people like me that it's like kind of like art journaling and collaging and fun things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, um, looking at it right now. Cause the one says oh. <laughs> it's practicing the art of pressing flowers and plants. And it's just like, I don't know what kind of plant that is. I think it's your, it's your one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh picture. By the way, if anybody knows, oh. it's Instagram. The Instagram tag is uh, Journal by Jenna J E N N A. But it, the, you're pressing plants in this one. It, it's just so fascinating. It's so. And then where do you get these these um, these clip arts from? Like it seems like you're just cutting them out of magazines and like relating them to what you're artistically creating in that yeah, page, right? Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of different avenues that it can take. Um, I'm trying to incorporate drawing a little bit more because I just want to get better at it Mm -hmm. um but yeah a lot of it is just snipping up magazines and just pictures that I like um but like then I was like I was kind of having second thoughts about it because I was like well like I think this would be like even more meaningful if I was like you know going out and taking like photos myself and 
doing things like that. So like one of the pages I had like a, like a Polaroid of like me and things like that. Um, but, but yeah, overall the project is really just something like, like I said, I'm really just trying to find like my, my creative self. And I really, it's really been torturing me. Like, I really don't know what it is or like what I'm meant to do or like, mm-hmm. I guess what I'm good at in terms of art. Cause you know, for a long time, my, my artistic expression was music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and art was always something that I like that I like to do, but like, I felt like there was a part of me that I was like, I know I'm meant to do something, you know, with my hands and I'm trying to figure it out. So I started the, the journal page and I wanted to kind of like do it casually, you know, cause like I haven't updated it in like I think a week and a half or whatever, but like, I'm kind of just doing it like as I go and, um, but it's one of those things I have no idea what it's going to turn into. It could, you know, grow into something that like, you know, becomes my everyday thing or it can, you know, be something that like onto the next project because I definitely bounce around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, like one of the other things, like I'm trying to do embroidery now, like I'm just Ooh. like, there's so many different art projects that I love doing. So um, I'm just trying not to limit myself. Like, you know, the plan for the journals, like, I'm always going to be journaling no matter what. I guess it's just, like, if I'm going to present them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, I'm just trying to kind of find my, my creative path or self, I guess. And it takes a lot of just doing whatever. And the nice thing about journaling is there's really no rules. You know, you do whatever the heck you want in it. If you show someone, you do. If you don't want to show them, you don't. Right. Um, you know, so... Uh, it's fun. I, I honestly, I recommend it for anyone because you're, you know, you just cut up things, paste them, you know, think about color and space and how you're going to align everything. And um, it's fun because like, you can make a message out of it too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, like where, where it goes, I have no idea. Um, but it's been fun so far. And, um, you know, my journal is so instrumental or, or like, it's so important to, like my mental health and especially, you know, like I have my journals that I just write in, you know, about my day or what's going on in my head. And those are so important. And like, I do them so much more often now. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's been fun, but, um, we'll, we'll see what it turns into. It's just, it's one of those creative kind of outlets that I'm trying to explore and, um, and especially right now with so much more free time, I'm like, like I want to do everything, you know? Yeah, so seriously. Yeah. No, I don't blame <laughs> you. I mean, like I can only play my drum set, you know, for so long before, you know, yeah, I need to you find something to else to do. It. Yeah. I wanted to start this okay, podcast like earlier. So that was like that. And I was like, now I guess it's a good time. You know what I mean? Sorry. What was that? I had, I had to turn on the lights. <laughs> oh, no, you're <laughs> good. No, you're good. Um, no, because then I, then I thought to myself, I was like, why don't I just do the podcast now considering you know, I have time to do that. Um, yeah. Plus, Kevin Kevin Lyman, like, reached out. Well, I reached out to him, and he got back after, I think I mentioned him in September. He's like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I'm like, I'm sparked it. pull yeah. the trigger. Let's go. Like, let's see where this goes. And I kind of like it. This is pretty interesting. Like, it's nice, yeah. like, you know, talking to industry professionals such as yourself, you know, that's relatable. Um and just, you know, just carry on with the conversation. I don't know. I just, yeah. to hope that, and to, for someone to maybe take uh, uh, a lesson from it, I think that's like the ultimate goal is, you know, yeah. when someone takes a, takes a, you know, a tune in or something. I don't know. But this is, yeah, yeah, but that's something that like, I don't know, it caught my eye 
when you announced it on your your original profile on Instagram, against the Instagram at uh, Journal by Jenna, dude, like it's just I don't know, it's just one of those things that like I wish I could be that creative. I can doodle, I can fucking do cartoons, like small stuff. I just I don't know if I and, and like graphic design, like Photoshop, Illustrator, blah blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. s- small stuff, like average stuff. Like my buddy Kyle mm-hmm. made this overlay for me, so shout out to him. And I, you know, it's it's something that I tried to, you know. When I get the time to do it, I will. But I wish I, I wish I had some of that artistic creativity. I'm just going to count it's, to four and listen to a BPM. It's been pretty good yeah. so far. <laughs> hey, I wish I could do that. I wish I could play drums. <laughs> it's, it's. I feel like I, I could, but I'm I'm totally someone you know. And part of the reason why my whole like you know finding my like artistic you know journey or whatever. Part of the reason it's so hard is because I hate practicing. I hate practice really? so much. Really? Yeah. So, like, I'm just, like, I start something new, and I'm, like, why am I not good at this? It's, like, oh, it's because it's your first five minutes ever doing it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm such an idiot with stuff like that. But um, Now I'm the same way sometimes. Yeah, too. trying new things, you know, like, it's all about experimenting. And, like, you're never going to know if you will like it or not unless you try it. And then mm-hmm. if you don't like doing it, then it's, like, all right, I never have to do it again. I, I found out, and now I can try something new, you know. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, that journal is one of those things that I'm just like, I'm just going to try to be, you know, like free minded about it and just go in and make stuff. And if it comes out ugly, Mm -hmm. whatever, you flip the page and you try it again, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's fun because, you know, you can fill it with mistakes and you can still kind of make it look good. Like it looks like it makes sense. Um, but like, you know, a journal is just meant for whatever the heck you want. And that's what I keep telling myself because I'll make stuff and I'm like, this is so ugly. Like, I don't want to post this anywhere. Like this, this doesn't fit what I've done, you know? And, um, and it's just, you know, I got to get in my head and tell myself like, you're like, I'm doing this, you know, for me, like, you know, I'm just creating is what I like to do. And sometimes it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but I know that it's so you know, important to just me and it's always been a part of me. So, so I'm just always experimenting, you know, like we'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, as far as the, like the journaling, the ones I've been having really fun with, I've been taking like the fortune cookie papers and like collaging, you know, like I really like doing that because like I can kind of, you know, it has the message there already and I'm building around it. Oh, Um, that's cool. Yeah. So I really like those. I think I might honestly like kind of focus on those, but I need to order more takeout to get more the <laughs> portuguese so I can use them. But because um, those ones were ones I had saved like for years, like mm-hmm. there was I've had fortunes that like just like meant a lot to me, and I kept in a little like uh, jewelry box thing that I had. And mm-hmm. once I started this, I was like, this is the time. Like they're gonna get their use. They're not gonna just sit in a box. Um, but now I'm going to keep all of them. Like, it was just convenient. Those ones spoke to me, so I kept them. Um, but now, like, you know, if if I get fortune cookies, I'm taking everyone's fortunes. I'm like, sorry, I need these for art. Um, I'm going to take them now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you can kind of relate them to some of the merchandise, the ones you forgot sells, and kind of yeah. implement that. Because um, you guys have, yeah, you guys have great merch. You never know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, not like your personal book like but maybe something that 
I'm just like I'm just like brainstorming right now because like that's something yeah. like I would eat up like they would like that's inspiring to me to start journaling. So like if you guys sell journals or something like, you know that'd be I something fucking cool, that. dude. You guys should do that, Matty. T, that would be Bart, awesome. Justin, Lance, you guys should start. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, gonna I'm just tell suggesting. Them. I'm just suggesting. Just suggesting. I'm just yeah. suggesting. Um, that would be awesome. We tried. I would love to do that. Yeah, we tried doing some creative stuff when selling merchandise. I mean, the only thing I kind of came up with was like that that very strange old '70s chest with led lights around it that takes up a whole goddamn merch table it's like i didn't oh, think yeah. this was gonna be a, <laughs> a bad sick, idea though. yeah but it's i mean it, it it attracts people like they're flies they just fucking just shoot right into it like oh, this is cool this is, what is in here and you're like oh, i have to pay for this okay i'll just look at uh-huh. it oh no fine like, <laughs> good. it looks cool though hey like, it looks dang. cool yeah yeah that's all that matters <laughs> yeah we've we've opened up for we've co-headlined and opened up for you guys i think twice and then we've played a couple shows um it's been a handful that, of times yeah, for sure yeah like four or five times my favorite was honestly the clubhouse it was so intimate like everybody was I mean, like right there yeah. at the halloween show that was pretty fucking yeah cool. yeah shout out to jimmy from the clubhouse in new jersey dude i can't wait for him to open that 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 um i know back up. oh my god dude he's killing it this is this yeah. is the community that we need to build around like this is i I've, I've been talking about this for a while i'm very thankful that in new jersey like it's not the ones you forgot it's not bands like serious matters it's not bands like poet it's not bands like what sales ahead it's it's everybody it's not bands Everyone, like yeah. chris russo like everybody is together in this community and we're mm-hmm. slowly building it and it or, or it that's that's how you get people in the industry like that you you yeah you, you everybody comes out and sees everybody you know play their set gives like you know their friends to come out that are not like that are kind of in the music and everybody supports everybody and just mm-hmm. kind of like continues to to push you know the boundaries with you know after a certain amount of time you're releasing new music and everybody kind of grows with you in a sense like that that's a lot of a lot of local scenes have been lost over the years because of that yeah. i'm surprised jersey has something like that i was really fortunate to walk in that into that scene with you guys like it's, it's it, it feels like it's been around forever yeah what i feel like what happened was so like we started playing shows like late 2014 um and i kind of felt like you know the local bands i was familiar with before you know toy started there was like a lot of bands breaking up or like things were happening so like i kind of felt like we joined the scene at like a rebirth period where like a lot of new bands were kind of starting and a lot of the veterans were either like moving on or starting new bands or whatever um so I feel like we joined at a time where it was kind of like, you know, like kind of like a renaissance thing where like everyone was starting back up again. And um, we I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. other than the four dudes in my band. I didn't know anyone in the scene. Like, yeah, seriously. so other than like people that I would like see at shows and like bump into, you know, and I was just friendly with them because I'm like, oh, like I saw you at Starland that one time or whatever. Um, other than that, I knew no one in the scene. So like, um to start with like a lot of bands at the same time and get to know them and grow with them has been really cool. Um, but yeah, New, New Jersey is really good with that. And especially being so close to Asbury park, you know, Asbury mm. park is a very tight knit community. Um, but like a cool thing with the clubhouse, you know, in Tom's river, like that's an area where there's like no venues, mm. like nowhere to play unless you want to play it. Like, you know, like a restaurant or something like, so where he put that venue, it was like perfect because it was all these shows that really didn't have like, a, like I guess a proper place because of location. Um, 
you know, it, it just it made so much sense. And I'm, I'm glad, really glad he did it. Cause especially like, um, when it was like the beach club and everything, like mm-hmm. I loved that place. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, it was fucking rad. <laughs> like every show was free. Every show was always packed. Yeah. You know, like it, it just, and then like, we would all go to the diner after, like it was, it was fun. And I'm so thankful for those being like early memories in the band, because I think that's what really like made me like want to, you know, keep doing it was just, um, the sense of community. Um, so yeah, it, it's been, it's been really good just, you know, meeting so many different people and, um, I love Jersey, so yeah, Jersey's pretty. <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk shit about New Jersey, uh, but I will say that I, right. I love Dirty so. Jersey. You guys have a pretty cool hockey team. I'll give it to you. The, the <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, what that's I like to hear. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Flyers fan through and through, Philly fan through and through, but yeah, I know, I, I know. The, I think the Devils are a pretty badass team. Like, like New Jersey Nets, which they're not. It's Brooklyn now. It's like, nah, I don't know. But it's like New Jersey yeah. Devils. I'm like, it's pretty fucking badass. Kind of um, like that team. franchise. <laughs> Yeah. Just by the yeah. name and shit. And going back to what you just said, so it's – so I'm trying to figure out how to word this. But you're basically um, in a very you're, – you're in a very um, small demographic where you're the only female uh, vocalist or the female member of your band, so say band. Uh, and there's yeah. only a, a, a certain amount of bands like that that I know of personally, which is with Sales Ahead, with, with uh, Sierra, um, uh, Haley Williams from Paramore. And uh, Lauren from Shark Tooth, fucking, they just released these music videos. So sick. If anybody yeah. wants to check them out, she kind of like puts a parody on all of the, like the pop, you know, culture, um, female leaders like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and shit. She did, dude, they did a fantastic oh. job. Yeah, it looks great. Um, but Haley came out with a article. I'm gonna try to pull it up right now. She came out with an art. Well, she didn't come out with this article. She interviewed with, uh, or Note to Scene came out with this um, article. That Haley Williams uh, was explaining that um, uh, the pop punk and the emo scenes in the early 2000s it was brutally misogynistic. A lot of internal sexism, internalized sexism, and even when you were lucky enough to meet other bands who were kind of respectful, there was other shit that wasn't, and I was really feisty. Uh, and that's when she mm-hmm. was on Warped Tour when she was a young age. Um, I mean, it, it's something that isn't really talked about much, but have you experienced, um, I mean, because she comes from as one of our idols, you and I, but have you ever yeah. experienced anything in the industry, um, that relates to any kind of like unfortunate, like harassment in any way, shape or form because you're a female. Yeah. I think it's fucking ridiculous, but it's just one of those things that I don't personally believe it's talked about enough. And I'm glad Haley's starting to say something about it. So that's why yeah. I kind of wanted to get in kind of like know your experience with it personally. Yeah, for sure. So, um, for one, I can say um, I've been pretty fortunate in comparison to a lot of stories that I've heard and things that I've witnessed, you know, happen to other people that are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been pretty lucky, but, you know, it literally happened from day one on our first show. Like, it was, like, no time wasted at all. Um, so, um, you know, the ones you forgot the only band that I've ever been in, mm-hmm. ever. Um, so... We played our first show, and already right off the bat, I'm scared out of my mind because I had major stage fright at the time and everything. And um, this dude comes up to interview us, which we're like, oh, my God, like, we're so excited. You know, it's our first show. We have no idea what we're doing. And we're like, this guy wants to interview us. Oh, my God. So, like, 
we started talking to him and right off the bat, this guy was like, just making like really gross, like comments towards me. And, um, he's like asking me things like, Oh, like who in the band are you dating? Like all this stuff. And I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? You know? And it was like, I was like in shock when it happened because you know, one, it's our first show ever. And I was like, Welcome I've heard of things. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've heard of these things happening to people before, but at the time I was like, I didn't know, like, I didn't expect it was going to happen to me five minutes into us, like walking into the first venue that we've ever played. It was like, I was, I didn't know how to react and it's, you know, but I was young. So I'm like, now I'm like, if the same situation happened, I would handle it a lot differently and a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it was like right off the bat first show ever, these things started happening. And like I said, I've been like really fortunate. Like I like just in so many of the things that I've heard Mm -hmm. and I've and seeing other people deal with I've been so lucky that I haven't had to deal with these things but it's like you know I just get a lot of just like typical like ignorance um and just like you know like Kayla was saying internalized misogyny and everything like that a lot of people I feel like don't realize what they're saying um yeah like someone made a comment to her when she was like not even legal of age she was I think 16 or 17 when she was on for tour and they were talking about her genitals, like making a joke, and she saw red. Yeah, I'm like what the fuck are you, dude? Relax, it's, dude. Like, and the, you know the what I mean? fact that it's coming from adults too, and like That's she's literally a kid. It's just, is, yeah, it's disgusting. But you know, like I would get a lot of the stuff, you know, like I was saying, like like general ignorance. Like I would walk in, and they're like, "Oh, you're obviously like doing merch. You can't possibly be in the band." Like, oh, um, I, there's been times where like, um. One time specifically, like, um, we were playing at a venue that was 21 plus and we had reached out prior to the venue and we're like, oh, like some of us are under 21. Like, is, is this okay? Can we still play? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. And we get there and like the security guards, like, you can't come in here. He's like, you're not 21. I was like, the venue said it was okay. And he's like, he's like, no, you can't. And I was like, all right. I was like, I guess we're not playing then. He's like, oh, oh yeah, you, you, you're good. I'm like, wow, is it, like, really, like, a shock that I could be in a band, you know? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, it's just, like, the ignorance that people, like, mm-hmm. like, like, why is it such, like, a surprise that, like, yeah, I'm a musician. If I was a dude saying, like, yeah, I'm going in, like, it just, it wouldn't be we a question. We would walk right in. Yeah, like, you know, I'd be like, oh, you're 21, I'm in the band. That doesn't matter. Like, no, you can't fucking, you, yeah. you, you have to kind of play the especially if like you know it's a 21 and over show like ask more questions than like saying ignorantly like nah like you're beat like yeah it's like you know what you say i was like oh so like it's okay if like they come in you know like i try not to get too angry about it um Mm -hmm. but you know like a lot of the stuff i've deal with has just been on that scale just like silly conversations like we played venues where like you know, I'm walking in with the entire band, you know, we're walking into like backstage and I'm the only one who gets stopped Mm -hmm. out of like the four other guys I'm walking with. I'm the one that it's like, you're in question, you know, it's, it's just, it's silly little things that don't have to happen, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, a major thing that could help these kinds of situations, you know, just like educating people and 
really getting it through their heads that like you know women exist in music and there's a lot of them yeah jesus you know? christ or like, as fans in general like can we just fucking take that into consideration can we just take this all into consideration that we're all in this community together in this industry together yeah. like whether you're the fan the promoter the um you know the tour manager it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like what skin color race gender like come on dude like yeah let's just Let's just fucking do this together. So I'm glad, you know, she's going out there and kind of like putting it into a perspective because this way it can kind of make a more comfortability to talk about it. But not only that, maybe people can, as a community, we can sit back and take it and be like, you know what? Let's let's take a st- let's, like, let's step there's this up. There's a problem here. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a problem. Let's step this up because there was one incident where I was at a show. Um, I I didn't do this personally, but so there was. It was it was it was Devil Wears Prada's Dead Throne tour that just released, and like a teenager just mm-hmm. like it was her first show. Her dad was there and everything too, and she had been like fifteen, sixteen, whatever. Yeah. And where he's like, oh, my daughter wants to fucking, and he was like, they were kind of like the same height. It was really strange, but he was like, let's <laughs> let's throw up and crowd surf. I was like, all right. So me and a couple other dudes just like one like good crab put on the feet. One, yep. two, three, throw them up. Throw up having a good time and then you know some people get a little feisty in a, not a positive way when chicks are crowd surfing so we saw yeah. it and the one bigger dude i don't know who the fuck he was but he saw someone do you know grab her in an inappropriate way and he just went up and beat and just punched him right in the back of the head and good. nothing happened but uh, it's, it's just something that like, dude, it's happened to me before in in crowds it shows like i've totally been grabbed in places I should not have been touched. Like it, it, it happens before, you know? So, and when it does, you're literally just like, what the hell do I do? You know? Um, so, so yeah, it happens a lot and it happens a lot more than people realize because, you know, a lot of people are afraid to bring it up, afraid to talk about it for, you know, the whole different array of reasons why they don't want to talk about it. It happens. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, in regards to like being like a like a woman in a band, um, I I always considered like Haley Williams to kind of be like a trailblazer in that aspect because like you know because she was brought up in like in a time of music you know where these things were like considered okay like no one questioned these kinds of situations which really sucks and like I is like I was saying I feel like she's a trailblazer because like her speaking up about these things and especially when she did when she was young and like some of the things that she was like exposed to and had to deal with especially when she was so young and like didn't know like what to do like yeah she's like no one should have to go through that but but it's because of people like her who have been in it know what it's like and can say you know whatever it is they say about it them speaking up about it is lighting the way and continuing the conversation and also making things I think a little easier for people like me, you know, like I'm definitely obviously in a different generation than her. Like I'm 23 and she's, she's in her thirties, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, so like a lot of women, my age were directly inspired by her because, you know, that band was just killing it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there were so many things that, especially when you're young, like you don't know these things happen. And then when I was thrown in myself and, you know, day one, you know, there's already people saying these things to me. I'm like, <sighs> like, you know, it's like, you're like, I'm like, I knew this was real, but once it happened to me, I was like, okay, like, you know, it's, 
like it just it came to life you know and, yeah immediately like literally yeah. your first show your first fucking show yeah yeah, yeah so <clears throat> but like i said you know i've I've really been fortunate. I don't have many horror stories. Most of them are things I just roll my eyes at. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, and the like. One of the best parts too is I know I have four guys in my band who will, they'll, yeah, like will stay by my side no matter what. Um, so, and they know how I feel about these things, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, that that really helps. But like, I don't know. Like in the end, it's like as far as like my band like i just want to be a person in a band i don't want to stick out like you know like a sore thumb like i don't like people believe i don't belong here like i belong here just as much as anyone else you know and uh, and you've proven that like through and through <laughs> you know what i mean like you guys you. were on the warp tour i mean you guys have you know persevered through everything that local bands can't even get to the, like pa like you guys have passed like past step three where you know, you guys are all, like, on the verge of selling out shows at, like, major venues. Like, yeah. these bands don't, they don't understand what the work ethic takes. And obviously, you guys have the right to say that you've done it. So, like, Thank you. yeah, you, it's, you have it's, a whole community hey, that's, like, back in that, which is awesome. I, I think every musician knows that, like, this industry is not for, like, the faint of heart. Like, it's, you're literally told no all the time. All the time. And, and when you're a woman, you're told no even more. Yeah, um, not twice, like ten times more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like so, um, you know, it's just it's rolling with the punches. It's, um, I guess you know when I'm in situations like that, I try to turn it into a learning experience um, for the other person. Mm -hmm. So it's not my job to do that. I do it personally because I feel like you know. Like I said, a lot of times it's just ignorance and they just don't, like, I don't know what you're not understanding, but, um, cause I firmly believe, you know, like for, for the most part, like you don't have to be angry to get your message across, but right. then it gets to a point where you just, you know, there's every reason you should be angry and like, you know, it's kind of situational, but, um, you know, I believe that just conversation and normalizing these things, like you know, normalizing the fact that women exist in music and it's not weird. No. We're here. We've been here the whole time, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's like, it's like the thing where people like, you know, we talk about like the whole female fronted thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's so silly, like saying that because it's like, you don't call bands with guys male fronted bands. bands. Why does it have and, to be? Like, it sounds so silly. You know, it's just a, like, it's a weird one of those weird things where like this doesn't make any sense why is like you know why are people still doing this yeah but, but to yeah. identify a band as a female fronted band it's like okay so you didn't even get a chance to listen to music yet why don't you listen to music and just like judge for yourself because someone because yeah. someone's gonna listen like no offense kellen i mean like i it, i'm sure he's heard it before but like if i put on a sleep with a siren song and a friend's like damn that's that chick's pretty good i'm like no nah, it's not a chick it's a dude well dude chicks yeah. are dudes too i say everybody's a dude I, I referenced that from Keenan and Kel, so it doesn't matter. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 um, it's it's one of those things that I don't. It's not going anywhere. Why isn't why isn't you know why female fronted bands like it, that doesn't make you like that shouldn't even like have a thought. It doesn't. It's not any different. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's that like makes there's just a no band. sense. Yeah, it's literally just a band. It's called the ones you forgot. You know article up you can see the promos you can see you know you can hear the music like it, 
to identify yeah. as anybody fronted, you know. Yeah. All right, so what I, if you're like, uh, what if you're, uh, what is it, All That Remains, their bass player is a chick. So it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, what do you say? Like, All That Remains, chick, female bass player, player yeah, female like, bass player, isk, All That Remains. Fuck off, dude. Like, can we just be a fucking band? Can we just all be together in yeah, this? I don't know. It's uh, I, I understand where it stemmed from because, like, I think it's a good term in, like, if you're highlighting women. Um, True. But it can also game. be used derogatory, like, uh, this female-fronted band. I don't like female-fronted bands. Like, what do you mean? Like, what is what does the girl being in front have to do with you hating an entire genre of music that technically does not exist, you know? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a genre at all, you know? Um, no. It's silly. And, like, I didn't always feel that way. I, for the beginning of our band, like, I embraced that term. And then, um, you know, people people change and those kinds of things. And then I started seeing the other side of it. And I'm like, I, I don't want the reason, like, you know, the focus of my music to be, on you know, you. you know, my gender. Like, I, yeah. like some people do. And, yeah. you know, and that's fine. There's whole movements based around that. You know, that's awesome you know it but i feel like it's all kind of like a personal choice thing like um that i personally am like i just want to be looked at like everyone else that you respect in music like you know because because i'm like deserving of respect yeah too, exactly you know? yeah so, like, and you've earned that respect it shouldn't be any different as long as like as long as you're not hurting anyone you know you're responsible human being and you're you know accountable and you know just being a good person then you're totally deserving of respect in, you know, in not even just this industry, but just in life in general. I think we so. just need to speak up more just in it, like not with like the context that it's in, like within the moment, within the present, I think we yeah. like, like, let's just, you know, I've been doing it too. Like, Hey, just say something like some people don't even mean to, some people obviously intentionally say things yeah. or do things. But that's what I'm but, saying, you know, a lot of it is just like that it comes out and then they're like, Oh, like now that you mention it, that sounds really bad. Right. You know, like a, a lot of people just don't, just don't get it, no, you know, and, um, but you know, and it's, it's all a learning experience because I could admit that like, you know, when I was younger, I had internalized misogyny myself. Like, you know, I, there were women I didn't like for no reason at all. And it's stupid and it should have never been like that, you know, but I was young and in light of new information, you grow up, you learn, you have experiences and, you know, I'm I'm still learning every day. Everyone yeah, is learning are. to be better at, at not even just these kinds of situations, but just life, you know. So um, that's why I think, you know, just like, like you're saying, like having conversation and talking about it, that's really, that's such an important way to get through to people who mm-hmm. don't understand these things. And, you know, and if you, you know, you walk away from that and they learn something, you know, they're going to be, you know, it, it's, it's, it just like can only help, you know, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're in a situation and you're, you know, you're a girl and you dealt with something, like, it's not your job to make sure this person, you know, goes on because they did something shitty to you. But um, but within your power, like, if you can handle in that situation, be like, hey, that's not cool. I'm going to tell you why. Um, yeah. You might be able to help prevent that person from doing it to someone else, Again. you know. And like you said, like, it's like, you know, it's not your job to do that, but it can certainly... Um, it can certainly help, and um, you know, it's just—it's all about—it's all about growth, um, you know. Because how you felt about something, you know, years ago, you could be totally different on it, and that doesn't make you like, you know, 
like two sided or like, you know, two faced or anything. It's just like, you know, like, um, I'm growing and I'm learning new things. And, um, and in this situation specifically, it's like I'm learning how to be respectful to myself and to other people and everyone around me. And, um, and I've always been like such a like believer and like if someone's doing something and like it is not like hurting you or hurting anybody in any way, like just let them do it, let them enjoy it, you know, like there's there's no reason to to hate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hate in, in general is a really it's more powerful than people make it to seem to be. It's like, no, nah, you can strongly dislike something or somebody, but hate is just very it's just it's very it's very one like it's 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 like a, it's like a it's like a it's like it's something that you can't really see other perspectives of. Like if it's like I yeah. I hate that type of breed of dog. It's like do you even know fucking how cute a pitbull is when they're trained correctly? Like you don't you should never say you hate pitbulls because you don't know if you hate a pitbull then you don't even know what a pitbull like is and it's like personal you know yeah you know it's personal like each dog's different. I'm just using that as an example, but it's like. You know, I think I, I, I think that the first step is just to say something in the present. That way it can like in a healthy way, like a very yeah. uh, collaborative way where it's like, hey, don't. Hey, man, that's not cool. Blah, blah, blah. You know, right. I'm sorry. But when it's intentional, yeah. you wear someone's a scumbag. Just beat the shit out of them. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't condone that. Uh, don't listen to what I just said. But I mean, I saw someone do that, and that was that was really refreshing. I was like, good, fuck that piece of shit. Um, yeah, some people need to yeah, get their well, ass kicked. Well, thank you for you know personally taking your own steps to do things like that because you know it's, um, you know, like I, I don't know like how it is you know being like you know on the other side of it all, but you know just for you to go out of your way and like to bring these things up because like it could be unfamiliar territory or it could not be, but um, it definitely helps to have more people, you know, mm-hmm. on the side of this thing and just trying to let it be known, you know, that, like I said, like women are in music, women are in science, women are in politics, women are in this and that, you know, women are everywhere. Yeah, everywhere just as much as men know, are. And, Half the population is women. Half the population yeah. is men. It should never be weird to you that a like a woman is doing a certain thing because if a man can do it, then like you know, I can yeah, times but, are changing. Um, um, I have a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's it's an education that people need to to be involved with, and I still have a lot to learn um, personally that I, I dive into every day. So I mean, it's just something. It, it's just that's you know what we just talked about. That's what it's all about. Just getting an learning, education. And, you know, teaching yourself, and you know, if you make mistakes along the way, like you're you're actively trying to do something. So that's good. It's like, I, like literally in first grade, they taught us the golden rule, like treat others like you would like to be treated. I, it's, exactly. Dude, yeah. I, that stuck by me for my whole life. I don't, if for whatever way, for whatever reason, I was like, you're right. That, that, that is such a personal, um, positive message that needs, that just embedded in my head. I just, I just try to treat everybody, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so on, important. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with dark sarcasm. I mean, if everybody's getting the context, but, you know, like... Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, you want to have yourself, you know, in a good place, and well, just, just be nice, you know? Yeah, Jesus Christ, is it hard? <laughs> is, it fucking, is it fucking that apparently. hard? Yeah, apparently to some people, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you coming on. Um, if you want to, like, throw out your socials real quick for every for everything, that way... Uh, I can clip that as well and put that in the video, you know, just to let everybody, <laughs> let everybody know yeah. where you're at. 
so well so for me everything is just jenna bruno um on twitter it's jenna underscore bruno but i don't really use twitter that much so don't worry about it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, everything for the band <laughs> everything for the band is uh, at the ones you forgot except for twitter is at toys music yeah it's um, too long of a handle find us on yeah, I know. It's by one character, too. Oh, so stupid. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, you can find us all in there and just, um, you know, you can keep a lookout for new music and all those fun things, our Twitch streams. And, uh, um, yeah, thank you for for having me, seriously, and having fun conversation, but also some pretty serious shit, yeah, too. Seriously. Um, yeah, It needs to be talked about. And, um yeah, keep doing what you're doing. It was, it was fun. I'm glad, glad to be here. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Also, Ad Journal by Jenna is on Instagram. We're not forgetting that one. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> forgot. See, I'm already like, ooh, thinking about my embroidery. Sorry, no, already forgot no, pressure, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. You got to yeah. start posting more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you guys <laughs> okay, for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jenna. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. Take care.